Hello, hello. Welcome again to SNN War, where we review our episodes throughout the week and let you know what we thought of which was the best episodes we watched and what happened to those episodes and why you should go watch them with us. Please. With me here today is my group of homeboys that all know about anime. Will, King of Curses, Deontay the Giant, and Mike. I don't have a nickname for you yet, but I have one. It is coming. It is coming. Uh, Can't wait for it. He's got an avatar officially now, too, so he's a part of the one of us. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> one of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> oh yeah, he he has uh, the Gojo avatar, don't he? He sure does. Oh, yeah. Gojo oh, and going up in here. We're rivals, man. Right now. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. Is anybody else seeing a black screen on Mike's end? That's uh, what I was getting yeah, to I'm... say. Do you got a camera, a lens cover on Mike? I'm just checking that now. There we go. There we go. Oh, there we are. There he is. I was Beautiful wondering. I was master. like, I don't see it. <laughs> the now we got it. <laughs> I, I was troubleshooting it, wondering what was going on then. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hold on a minute. There he goes. Yeah, so we're just yeah. missing one extra handsome face out of the Fantastic Four of us. So The Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not feeling the best today, and y'all don't want to see my nose dripping like I mean, that. I, so, I like his death you know. avatar, though. True. <laughs> yeah, man, Percy's my dog. Yeah. I, I love that. I'm loving this show, man. Oof. Yeah. Man, if only I, I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't fall behind in Seven Deadly Sins. Only I didn't mm-hmm. fall behind. I don't think you got much. You didn't miss much. They just the. Uh, offspring of uh some of the seven deadly sins you know well uh that and what happened at the very end the last uh i don't know half a dozen episodes uh with king arthur of camelot Mm -hmm. uh did y'all know anything about that yeah the chaos magic and all that is that is that the final season yeah, the the very finale, the like the final like six the last episodes half of, of it, right? Yeah, of uh, Seven Deadly Sins is about him, mm-hmm. and he gets this chaos magic, and that's where it ends. And we don't know anything else about it. We know that Merlin uh, had basically kind of deceived the Seven Deadly Sins uh, because she had planned this whole time to use this magic that she did this certain way to mm-hmm. help bring this chaos magic to uh king arthur and it i forget what it did for her but it 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 did something for her as well uh but it's been too long since i watched the end of it but it's been 16 years since that happened uh i am quite positive that none of us watched that grudge of edinburgh crap that was no No. that i'm no no, it was horrible. It looked so bad. But uh, this starts up 16 years later, and you got Percival. And I'll, I'll go into it more after that. But uh, so how has y'all's anime week been? Oh, real quick, shout out to my mom. She's in the comment section waving at us. She said, Hi, hey, mom. everybody. It's Hello. Mama, Mama Giant is in, the, is, is in the house. Mama Giant. 
<laughs> Mama Giant. Yeah. Mama Giant. Yeah. yeah, my anime week has been crazy, man. I, I just what I'm caught up on everything now except for Undead Unluck. And oh my god, these past couple episodes have been nuts. Oh yeah. I love that show, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I, Everything's been pretty good, bro. Or Everything's been going pretty good for Saturday Night Nerds this whole, like, about past three weeks, man. We just been on one. Mm-hmm. So. It's a yeah, good it's... time to be an anime fan. Yeah. Everything's it just top, top notch. Anime oh, yeah. Otherwise, it's all great. Like, 2023 just been phenomenal. Back to back, like, nonstop smoke, man. Like, yeah. just great anime, man. Peak anime. And we are solo leveling starts soon as well. Yeah. As soon as one anime ends, another great one starts. Oh it does, it does. Yeah. It's funny that the the big the and, and I'm not saying it was a bad, but the biggest complaint for animation the whole year that I've heard was the fish in Demon Slayer. <laughs> That's the only thing. And if you oh, think about it. Yeah. The rest of the animation completely made up for that in the show because the the Higaguri, whatever that thing is that he does at the end where he slices like four heads off, that shit was beyond insane looking. Like it, the rest of it was so good that big deal on the fish. But I'm just saying that like even the lesser anime that I've been watching this year, I, I have no complaints about the animation in them. All of the animation and everything has been really good this year. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I know you guys have already picked your topics, but like the latest episode of Shangri-La and Jujutsu Kaisen. Actually, latest episode of Shield Hero too. So, yeah, man. All three of those anime have been going off. Like, I don't know. No, go ahead, man. No, no, I was no, going to say, n- not even just like all the anime we're watching now. Have any of you three watched Blue Eye Samurai on Netflix? Yeah. I'm, I'm halfway done. Oh now. my gosh. Like, yeah. I was a little bit off put at the beginning because I saw like the CG animation. I thought it, but it grows immediately when I know. see. Well, here's the thing it's immediately when I see CG animation and Netflix, I think Kengan Ashura. And I'm like, okay, excuse me, I'm going to go throw up. <laughs> Uh, but then yeah. like this is sort of like more like arcane was uh in, in in its animation and did you watch that mike no it's on my oh. list so much time to yeah. find to watch anime no enough in the day maybe 30 hours a day i'll catch up in in a few yeah, michael's <laughs> list might be better than bigger than mine <laughs> yeah but yeah, the animation in it was really top notch. I noticed that in uh, our, our our you know top anime of the year, it had the most votes right now. Which I don't know that I'm gonna say that it was my best anime of the year. I would pick Pluto over it without a doubt, and Pluto didn't even make it into the top five in our group, uh, which I think is like heresy. I, I think that's none yeah. of them have watched it, and that's fine, but. I have a feeling that if any anybody that watches it, that will absolutely be their top pick of the year. Uh, Free Run's going to be up there high too, man. That uh, show is just 
it's got everything. It, it, it spans the emotional uh, breadth. It's got the, it has the top notch animation for the battle scenes. It is amazing. And, but yeah, yeah. It, Dude. I honestly think Blue-Eyed Samurai should not be spanking all the other anime the way that it is. Like, it's good, but it's just like Jujutsu Kaisen and One Piece are putting Wait a minute. way too it's much winning work. over Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, if you go to oh, the yeah, floor, they, they capping, bro. They capping. Yeah. They there's like, I think there's like three or four people in the group that really liked it and they were all jumping on it and like telling everybody about it. Uh, and I mean, that's cool, but it just, uh, I, I, I'm like, well, okay, so I'll go watch it. And it, it, it is really good. I'm not going to lie. I don't know that it's the best anime of the year, but I'm going to say, I mean, there, there, the writing was good. The animation was good. Yeah. Uh, the there was enough twists and turns in it that uh I never felt like it was predictable along the way. So you know, I'm, I'm I feel like we should revamp all of the polls one last day just to make sure it, nobody's capping. Like man, that 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 takes a whole lot of work. I'm just gonna leave well, the polls and I'm just gonna keep telling people is. get y'all ass in there and vote. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. 612 members in the Facebook group, and all y'all need to get in there. Get in there. Right. <laughs> right. Get it? <laughs> so who's going to start us off today? Who who feels like jumping into their review? Yeah, I think one of them start. Wow, none of y'all jumped at that. Like, one of y'all <laughs> supposed to be like, oh, I am. I'm ready to go. Well, like, <laughs> we're. I think we're ready. We're just trying to decide, like. Yeah, it's what, a major what? Yeah, it's a major ultimatum right now because all of these new episodes went crazy. Yeah, they're all good, man. Yeah. They really did. They really did. Okay, well then, how about this? I'll pick someone. We're going to go... Okay. Well, let, you're going to... I have a feeling that you're trying to do two episodes with this Jujutsu Kaisen. So, like I can wrap uh, it up. let's start off with you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. Like, Jujutsu Kaisen... Um, if y'all didn't vote on the polls, first of all, y'all capping. Y'all lying to yourselves. This has been nonstop, back-to-back, back-to-back, back-to-back bangers. Man, each... I mean... Okay, so episode 17 we is was only 30% done. It is what it is. But everything outside of that has been phenomenal. Um, the emotional parts of it, the animation... The voice acting uh, and the storytelling has just been, if not 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10 for me. Um, <clears throat> last episode, of course, we lost another um, uh, another one of the uh, OGs, man. Uh, well, I can't say we lost because this episode... Of Jujutsu Kaisen episode 20 said that she has a chance to live. The dude that saved her said that that, that it's not a zero percent chance that she'll make it. There is a slight chance she could make it, which in the manga, if you haven't if you haven't read in the manga, it, it wasn't clear. We thought, okay, man, there's like a 90% chance. Or 99% chance she's dead. 
But just hearing it, no. Man. No. 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 Man, she got no, her no. eye blown out. I'm, I'm, yeah. hope, I'm, I'm you, holding out that? hope, bro. She, she ain't like, Carl from The Walking Dead, man. Listen, She's the only bro, one that can live without that eye. Bruce, it's only Bruce. an eye, okay? It's only an eye. All right? It's not like her whole head exploded off. It's an eye, okay? So the, the anime gave us that, I don't know, man, maybe a 25% chance she's a lot. Flicker or let's of say hope. 50, 50. Yeah, it's just a flicker a of hope. Yeah. Flicker of hope. But that's all we need, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that way you can need. get your that flicker of hope crushed and stomped into the ground man. when you find out she did. Man, you she did. You, <laughs> Same you, way Gojo You know did. I love her. You know I love my girl no bar. But anyways, yeah, let's uh let's pull up the uh picture of oh you know. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, dang it. I clicked on it as soon as you said it. This episode, man, let me tell you, bro, these three went absolute bonkers. They went crazy, man. You know, you had our boy Toto coming in there. Like you you heard that clap. You already knew what time of day it was. He was like, uh oh. I heard the clap. It's that time. Oh, the so, so is he your favorite too, Will? Is that what you were saying in he's chat? He's one of my favorites. He's one of my favorites. And I love him to death, man. He came in there, swooped in, gave UG that little extra push. Like, hey, bro, pick yourself up right now, bro. Stop, yeah. stop all that crying. We ain't got no time for that. This is war. All right. Save that for the end. We got to run hands right now. We got to take care of business. You know what I'm saying? Well, says now, cry up. later. Stand your Toto's my up, favorite bro. in the whole show. Yeah, he, he deserved that. So I've just been, been just waiting just for him to come He's been beating back. himself up, though, man. He's been beating himself up, and I understand. From an yeah. emotional perspective, it's like, how do you go on? From there, you seen one of your best friends die in front of you your mentor explode in front of you um how, how, how do you move on from that you know I, I'll, I'll be honest i don't understand getting held up by that at this point he has watched mm -hmm. people be touched and literally turn into a blood bomb okay yeah. just like explode in front of him you know Man. that these people can die at, at a moment in a moment's notice against these curses how could you not how could it not have ever come into your mind that this could have happened and this not be something that you were prepared for i mean yeah. i don't know it's kind of like when soldiers go to war i mean i i, I can't I, I know that that stuff is going to be hard to deal with but at the same time like once you've been there for a while and you've seen people get blown up next to you at some point, you're gonna you 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 go. I have to do yep, what yep. I have to do, regardless of this person that I care about getting blown up next to me. And that's what UG's got to do. And I'm not saying it's that's easy. Tough. I personally have never been to war, and I cannot speak at this on from a personal level. But all I can say is that the thought that I believe that would come to me in that situation is that. You know what? If that person is alive back there, I've got to keep doing what I'm doing, or they will be dead for sure. 
and there's and more all people of it that are depending main. on me. Yeah, you know, right. Next year, you got to carry on their wheel. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Keep. You got me, something to I, say, I, Mike? Yeah. To me, I feel like Yuji Yuji's whole phase he's going through. It's known in the manga as this is where he loses his smile. From now on, in mm-hmm. every manga, he, he yeah. loses his sweet innocence. And with being possessed with Sukuna, I think he was keeping a tally for himself. Every person he saved was something, a reason why he had the finger. Yeah. But because of what Sukuna did two episodes where he just blew blew up millions of people, it's yeah. hit him that he will never be able to tip that balance in his favor anymore. He is no longer a good guy keeping a bad guy at bay. He's yeah. a good guy with a bad guy that comes out and kills too many people. And I think that's what's hit him. His friends have died and there's too many casualties. And as I said, in the manga, it's known this is the part where he loses his smile. He's no longer... Yeah. He's always frowning. He's always down. He's so it's absolutely, it, it's, yeah. a, it's character development that one of the best he thought when he had the yeah. finger, he was going to help. And now he's realized from eating that finger, he's we just pretty much damned a lot of people. Yeah, Mahito pretty much called him out and set him straight all in the same conversation. It's just like, how many people have you saved? Have you, or is it how many people did you kill? Did you keep track of that number? And he would, right. he would say stuff like that to Yuji, and Yuji would just be like stuck. Oh, he said, How many curses have you killed? Kill? Yeah. yeah. And then he said he, he said something else about the people that Sakuna took out and all that. And he was how Yuji yeah. would never be able to save more people than that. And it's just like, damn, Maito, I, I gotta give it to him. He is a damn oh good dude. He yeah. is a damn good His dude. voice actor went dumb in the uh booth these past couple episodes. Like that voice acting is crazy. It's, it's, like it's beautiful this. and it's like amazing. Like I'm, I'm in awe. Like, Man, we got to see like yeah. full scale Mahito personality and powers this episode. It was like Jesus. Yeah. Dude. For, oh for yeah, me, I got come. very much. I got very much Shigaraki tendencies from Mahito oh, yeah. with the faces, face and everything, where he's just laughing maniacally and just killing on the spree. Man, it's just, it just so good to watch. The complete opposite to Yuji. He just loves killing and he doesn't care who or when or why. It's just he's born to do it. He's going to do it. You're in the wrong place at the (laughs) wrong time when you see Mahito. He he might just turn into something. Anytime him and Sakuna is on screen, it's like it's going to be both a bad time and a good time all in one. They're very entertaining when they're on screen. They command a presence. And it's like your eyes is just glued to them. And but at I the same time, the you know, nothing good comes of it. Yeah. Charisma. I also think that it's something else. I think that uh unlike a lot of the other cursed spirits, there's an unpredictability with Mahito and Sukuna. Everyone else, you can kind of bet there's gonna be some banter. There's going to be some back and forth. There's going to be some exchanging of blows. But with Mahito and Sukuna, there's no idea what's coming next. Like, mm-hmm. and, and Mahito is obviously a lesser form 
of cursed spirits in Sukuna is. Sukuna can go totally nuts, but like Mahito, he can touch someone and cause them to go into one of those just malformed cursed spirits and chase people around and try and eat them. Or he That's can just scary. cause them to explode. Or he can throw some of them people that he has that are like pebble size at you and or touch he touched two people and turned them into swords. Uh like there's just it's, yeah. the, it's the unpredictability. Where is this gonna go? What is he gonna the fucking subway station thing that was like you made that curse chasing train. them. Yeah, yeah, the cursed yeah. spirit train. Yeah, and then fucking Toto running inside of that thing with Mahito on the outside. God, that man. cracked me up. Oh man, it's so good. It's it's amazing. He like, is such a, a Mahito is such a beast of a villain, man. And he is, man. Like, and even though he is, he couldn't keep up with our boy Toto. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Mr. Oh, Smile, man. man. Yeah, he did say that. He knew that what was coming, but like you really can't know because, like, is he gonna switch you with Yuji? Is he gonna switch you with the Rock with himself? Where are you gonna go? And Where that's, are you gonna be that's, swinging? that's amazing. That power right there, the potential he has, like, is. What if he uses Amazing. it on Sukuna when he uses that all slash and he puts him and the boys mm. behind the slash and Sukuna no. in front of it? I'm just even... saying, I'm just saying, Yuji, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Toto, and Yuta against Sukuna equals a W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, Three it, of them might well, just I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a guaranteed W because, like, well, there is no guarantees yeah. in this. We've obviously learned that. I mean, how hey, where's Gojo, Gojo at? Yeah. As I say, where's Gojo at? He's in like four pieces laying on the ground. All right. And 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 still people think he's coming back. So really there's no telling where any of this goes. But uh yeah. I'm saying that Gojo's that team I think Huh? Gojo's coming back, but I think he'll come back with Ken no. Jaku in his head instead. Absolutely. Yo, I was kind of wondering that. I was. Oh no way! That would be. That's ridiculous. Wait, does Kenjaku have a bone? Does Kenjaku have a bone to pick with Sakuna though? Not really. I'm genuinely asking. I I have no clue. No, not really. Like they're. I mean, at the moment they're uh, goals aligned, but it's not like they are really friends as far as we know allies. so i mean it's allies like, yeah. by like cause that's it but they would yeah. i think they'll stab each other in the back if they wanted to yeah because yeah. it's just like yeah. go go yeah. to a resurrected with just king Goku taking over his powers with the six eyes and the limitless it's just like if even if he does kill sakuna that means everybody has to face gojo now so it's just like there's no win for losing with this series. Oh no, that's right. But that's what I'm saying. Thing. I don't I, think. I don't know, man. That's just too wild. I don't. I don't think Kenjaku's going to take over Gojo. It's just my my thing. I don't think that's going to be the way they go. I think that's uh, that's again going back to the. I, I don't think Gojo's coming back at all. It's just my opinion. I think we're done with Gojo. I think that he. I, I think that. 
uh, apparently Gage made comments about he's back, trouble getting rid of him uh, and, you know, thinking of ways that. to actually kill Gojo. And so now that he's got mm-hmm. rid of him and he's going to bring him back, I just, I, I don't, I don't see that being no. where that goes. So now that being said, obviously we've all but, uh, you know, seen things happen here that we didn't, weren't, didn't think was going to happen before. So. But uh, I, I myself, I just don't think that that's okay. where it's going to go. Uh, I, I, I do think we could see Kenjaku jump out of Ghetto's head, but I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know where what that where they would go with that. You know. Oh, so Ghetto. So he's still intact with Ghetto's Chicago, body in the manga. Maybe? He's still intact with his head. Yeah, like Ghetto got his head cut off by Yuta. Yuta, nice. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. nice. Jump Ghetto head is just laying on the floor, smiling like he's like some Halloween prop. Yeah, he's still like alive and kicking. And but we shit. do gotta remember Takaba's nearby. Takaba is. And yeah. Takaba is so if Takaba, if he, I don't know, man. Who is Takaba? If he Takaba's the comedian, comedian. Season that three. might be a different story. He's, he's a what? Season three he, character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I stopped that Shibuya arc, and the way that the yeah. anime's been going, I don't think I ever pick up the manga again. The anime's going crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I'll be it, honest. JJK I, I, crazy. Yeah, yeah, let's I'm I'm gonna bring it back to the anime. Yeah, let's bring it back to the anime and then wrap it up. We're already yeah. a couple minutes over, so let's go ahead and um back to the anime. What were what would y'all give this episode? I'd give her a nine out of ten. Uh I said what would y'all give this episode? Like yeah, nine out of yeah, ten. Nine, I nine agree 10. with Mike. Nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think yep, it was good. All of us. The animation was top. I think the animation could have been a Me personally, bit more I... detailed, but everything else spot on. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah. Especially that scene with um, the and final scene with Mekumaru and Miwa. It, they 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 just made it cinematic with she just sitting in on that subway and crying and yeah. all that. And you have all the Kyoto students sitting in that That's other car. Just, I was like, damn, man. It made her look so beautiful, man. I I I really enjoyed that scene. So not nine out of ten for for sure. Yeah, that was a beautiful scene, though, man. It was a it was a quite beautiful scene, man. Yeah, that's why I'll give it that point five because of that cinematic scene Ooh. right there. Um, but also uh, the last like, bro, when they. When you hear the uh, the ending song coming on, and then the narrator comes comes through with the uh, you know telling us that Yuji, Mahito, and Toto is like fighting at hundred and twenty percent of their potential. That right there, I was like, and it was bar for bar, bar out of the manga. The panel was perfect, like it just. Amazing. Look at, like, look at that. Like it, it was it was perfect. So, yeah. 9.5 for me. And of course, this is an S-tier anime. Uh, I would put it in S tier. And next episode so, probably yeah, gonna be just that's as crazy. Review. Did anyone else get like 
what would it be? Demon Slayer season oh, yeah. two. Yeah. The penultimate ending vibes where the music kicked in and it carried on through the credits, like when Gutero uh, blew himself up and it just left that scene ready for one yeah. to come back straight away to watch that last episode. Oh yeah. Oh, a lot of anime studios are starting to do that now. I think that's yeah. pretty cool that they, they're ending stories that way. I think everybody gave it a 9 out of 10, except for Will gave it a 9.5. Am I correct? Yeah. There we go. Well, yeah, I got to say it was uh, a great episode. So, uh, for sure, for sure. So, what did you do? What did you watch this? What are you going to review this week, Mike? I'm doing Shangri-La episode 10. Yeah. Let's go Tomb Raiding, which just threw me straight back to PlayStation days with Lara Croft. <laughs> yes, Lord, man, this anime. Oh is crazy, man. man! Oh yeah, yeah. So this episode started off with them in the forest, which for some reason I keep on thinking. I've only seen one episode a lot, of it. A lot of the bugs just reminded me of Beedrill from Pokemon. Heracross, a big beetle. I just looked like Ferrandian <laughs> Forest to me. And then you've got the boss fight they had, which I think yeah. looks like an enemy from Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it, it, it looked like. Absolutely yeah. right there. Absolutely. So, so, it, so it seems like they're taking a lot of inspiration from other video games as well, which I find absolutely amazing in the anime it's pulling nostalgia from different video games into one so everyone gets that little nostalgia pull while you're watching a different episode oh. and i think that's a genius move oh i think we lost the wheel uh, he'll probably be back in just a minute yeah but the uh, in-game video mechanics like the you wanted to go for a no damage boss battle which we all know we've all done that when we've beaten the game once and we go through it a second time go i can do this without taking a hit which i just thought it it just emulates video game playing in the real world perfectly on on screen Absolutely. and some of the moves and the dodging the animation for the fight scene was peak i think just Literally. leaping over using real life physics known not to step on certain spiders threads because certain ones vibrate and certain ones don't and it's just detail in the storytelling just puts it so so high for me it's like you feel like you're learning something while you're watching an anime and then you're also learning about how to play a video game <laughs> yeah right, dude. Right. For us nerds a lot. I've, I've heard a couple reviews before, uh, like the Mojo review that Ken Pachi sent us the other day. Like the guy put Sangri La Frontier at number five, and he called it a love letter to gamers. That is exactly what it is. That, I couldn't say it better myself. As I said, pulls from old games that we all grew up with, challenges that we used to set ourselves when we completed the game to make it harder. Right, Whoever's right. Writing this must be a massive game game of themselves. Yeah, he's a well, Tome is a beast of a gamer. 
Well, and uh, something else, like you were mentioning how there, there are lots of throwbacks, like like uh, Easter eggs to other games and stuff. When you watch him play some of those other trash games, like the one game is just a fighting game. You, you, it definitely gave me vibes of like Virtua Fighter or the old Tekken games. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. And then he's playing another one that was like a shooting game. And so I was like, you got your Call of Duty style MMORPG. It, it all was, it was hitting every genre along the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when they got to the one where they were talking about uh, Pencil Gun and the Pencil Gun Kingdom, that's like a Sims game where they built up a whole kingdom and had it had a whole kingdom of people and their kingdom invaded her kingdom you know so it it, it, it definitely life. is yeah it, it's definitely like uh, hitting a lot of genres of different games and him being a trash gamer and you get all these flashbacks to these other games that he's played and different experiences he's had with them and what that did to make him a better gamer here so I think that's kind of cool in it too, you know, because we get all these other games that uh, we don't, we don't have to learn the mechanics. We don't got to learn about the game, but we see the game and we're like, Oh, that's call of duty or that's, you know, something like this game that yeah. I played back then, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, I, I completely get that whole vibe from that game from the show. Sun Raku is an absolute monster, man. Well, Pencil Knight is pretty badass too. Like that one scene where she's meeting with people back in her original game, and they're just like spending like ten minutes talking shit. She just takes her sword and just stabs it to the table, and both of them shut up. And I'm like, <laughs> she's a badass. Yeah, I love I love Pencil Knight. She commands the room. She has such a like boss boss ass pre uh, presence, and uh, she. And apparently they're going after another one of the, the seven Colossi now, and they're probably going to bring Sun Raku with them. And that's going to be very interesting to watch. Yeah. Right. I, I like the, uh, the settle for some payoff, as in it's a little bit of mystery with the seven Colossi and they're going after Weathermon. And why is it so scary that Enel was so scared that she ran back to her dad to tell him? So it, it gives that little hint of a uh, intrigue like oh shit this guy's this powerful and she's running back and she's that scared what is this thing and how bad is this go kill some raku if he does if he buggers up right so right also the little tippet that they dropped was uh, the npcs when they die in the game they die for good so that gives a gives a certain what's the word i'm looking for like agency that if she gets in danger, he has to protect her. Otherwise, she's gone for good. Yeah. Right. What was I also that? found it interesting that uh, they... Re I, I, neither one of you mentioned, I don't think, but they revealed the backgrounds of... Uh, what's that? Is that another guy? Kitaro? Ken Kentako? Katsu. Katsu. Katsu, thank you. Uh, he's a professional gamer, and Pencil Knight is a professional model. Both yeah. of them are adults and like 
I mean, you'd figure a professional gamer and professional model are fairly well to do. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. You know, you got a high school kid and then the other two top gamers that he's talking to are an actual professional gamer and a model, you know, but this high school kid's the one that keeps up with them. Thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it like establishes rivalry already out the gate. Like it gives you that ominous feeling, like, oh, Summer who's gonna have some some issues on the on the way to the top of this video game. So it's, I, I like what I'm seeing. Come on, the thing that, that I was thinking as like uh it'd be funny if it turns out that the the thick video game owner is top dog in the video game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I imagine that's going to come out. Be a nice twist <laughs> at the end, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we pretty much established who my wife who is for this series. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, she's she's a pretty good looker. I can't lie though. I I just am like you said. I'm just enthralled with the story that they're building and the way mm. they're building it around the games. Uh, the different worlds we're going to see when they go because the bug world was completely different than the other places that he's been. He had the mud monster, the mud whale that he fought. That yeah. thing cracked me up. So, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying this wherever it goes. I'm I'm happy to go. So, yeah, I like too. the way it, sh- it showed you that it was uh, some Raku struggled a bit. But then you just see Katsu uh, when you first see his avatar, just one one shot, and he's like, "Oh, this is." Yeah. I didn't know these enemies were this easy. So <laughs> it, it kind of showed you that he Katsu is just as good, maybe a tiny bit better than Sun Raku. But we'll find out the more we see of the character. Dude, it gets your adrenaline going too. They have the background music to support all the crazy ass feats that they're pulling off, and it's just like. God, dude. Man, that opening theme is fire. It oh, yeah, it goes so good. It go. It doesn't need to go that hard. But it goes <laughs> that hard. Yeah. Oh, it does. It, and it I would say for the year, it, it, for this season, it's the best opening song of any of the anime out. And I mean, you know, you got Jujutsu Kaisen that's awesome as well, but I don't know, man. Yeah, Broken it's Games just hits different. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I even pursued this song on my own. Like, this is one of those songs that I'm going to go to Apple Music and download it uh, w- without being prompted to by somebody else. Like, I want this song. I, I love it. I'm going to take uh-huh. it to the gym with me. Rock out. Nice. Nice. Well, I think, that I think that's... For Shangri-La, I'd say it was an 8 out of 10 for me. It was a good episode. Good storytelling. Good setup at the end for what's to come. Yeah, I'm hooked for sure. I'll give yeah, it a nine out of ten myself. I, 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 you know what? I'm going to split you both right down the middle and say an eight point five because I was, I, I thought it was a touch above average this time. So I, yeah, I, I'm happy with it. The the boss fight was the was the one that got me. So. Dude. So do you want to go, Deontay, or do you want me to? Uh, my mine shouldn't take that long. I don't think is, is everybody watching Shield Hero, or is it just me? Oh, I'm all caught up. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm still still getting getting through season two. As I said, 
you guys told me to watch Shield Hero when we did the last one. I've been slowly watching two to three episodes a day, slowly getting through. But I'm it's fine, painful. you can spoil it. I'll probably yeah. forget about it before I get to uh, the start of season three anyway. Man, <laughs> how do you feel about Shield Hero spoil- spoilers? Well, that's what he said. Go ahead and spoil it. Okay. Uh, so pretty much season three is nothing but redemption, pure redemption for freaking uh, season two. Uh, season two is a lot. It's kind of a struggle to get through. But as soon as you hit episode one of season three, it's, it's, you hit the ground running. And we are up to like the seventh or eighth episode now. And uh, we, we get to see like a continuation of the arc where now for me gets a dragon on his roster and this dragon his name's galleon and galleon and of course there's going to be a rivalry between philo and, and that dragon and both of them ended up getting uh i guess imprisoned or devoured by a even bigger and more evil dragon or i wouldn't say evil i'll say corrupted dragon and now for me and the gang are all jumping this dragon to, to save Philo and Galleon. And dude, the animation and the background music for this was Chef Kiss. And the an animation was beautiful too. Yeah, it, I really thought that the the showcasing of the abilities of all the people, using them together, their teamwork, the coordination. Uh, to take on this dragon that was obviously more powerful than the group of them all put together uh, was really a feat. And then for the secret, the 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 hammer that broke the shield to be the blind white tiger cub, Alta, was just amazing. Uh, her power... He said it deals, it hits harder the more defense you have. So, like, the fact that their armor is so thick and it gives them so much defense means that it just hits them so hard and it shattered that armor. Uh, Yeah, man, it was great. I love the Orca chick that they got on the team now, too. That's my baby. Uh, It cracks me up that she's always drinking. I love those kinds of... You know, I it reminds me of a uh, old girl from Black Clover with the uh, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa, yeah, yeah, always drunk and talking shit. So, but yeah, man, and there his whole like kingdom that he's got built and stuff. It's really cool, and I love that he's back to his old self and uh, like. He's got the other heroes there, some of the other heroes there, and he's not really like a dick to him, but he's like, you know, you guys been fucking up. You got to get your shit in gear and let's get it done. You know, we got stuff to do. And it just, uh, it shows a level of maturity that he has about the situation they are in that the other heroes are just now like they were all taking it as a game or something fun to do. And he never took it as that, especially I think the way that they treated him caused him to not be able to take it in a fun way or a a way that you would take a video game because he was so chastised at the beginning of it because a bitchy bitch. Uh, 
but yeah, man, like it's really, uh, he's turned it around and it's really become, you know, different and he's like showing them the way and, uh, they're kind of like where he was at the beginning of the first season. <laughs> man, it, it, now, now the tables have turned because it's just like, I don't think Spear Hero and Arrow, Arrow hit him with, were, were with him during his battle with the dragon, but uh, Sword Hero, Ren, uh, yeah, Ren, he was he was there supporting them, and I guess to put everything aside now for me was just like you know what, the priority right now is getting Philo and Galleon safe and out of harm's way, and they all tightened up just to fight this dragon. Like their strategy is top tier. Uh, the fact that uh, the two little tiger cubs were able to figure out. I know uh, Wendia was able to figure out what the dragon's weakness was, and it's that upside down scale, and they just cashed in on it to help defeat this guy, and it was crazy. Yeah, it was um, it was a lot of fun to watch. I, I really like it. There, there's a lot of action, a lot of fighting, and the, the cursing in the show is something that's uh, kind of unusual. You know, it doesn't just isn't like something you always see, but there's also like this whole family feel to the show that is something that you don't get in all of the anime either. So right. uh, it, it really, honestly, it feels like my household. Cause like, you know, I, my kids are 14 and actually my son turned 19 today. So, you know, happy birthday, happy birthday Connor. Connor. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Yep, yep. Getting ready to kick him out tomorrow. <laughs> I, I was a joke. <laughs> but uh but yeah, man, uh so we don't, you know, we've never been one. We we if we cuss, we cuss. We told them when they were young, don't cuss. Now my 14-year-old I think cusses more than I do. Uh mostly when he's gaming. Man, it's bad. Ooh. Uh but yeah. Uh you know, but it, it's it, that's what I'm saying is it's like a family there. They they say thank you, thank you. That was good. Uh, thanks. Well, uh, it, they they take care of each other and they they look out for each other. It's it's their whole little community is like a, one big family, you know. And now Fumi's like the overprotected bitchy old grumpy old man dad like me he really is <laughs> he is he's he's so grumpy and man what he did to those and you'll forget about this mike but man what was it like episode three or four when those traders came and tried to they were going to kidnap all the kids and go sell them because you get such good value for the kids from his village and uh they all got back and they beat all the traders and they tied them up. And so then they sold them into slavery. <laughs> he, he, no mercy for them too. They sat there and begged him and he was just like, no, nah. <laughs> what goes around comes around. And they were all nobles and they were nobles from another kingdom. So it was like doubly like these guys weren't used to being. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, he is the one character you cannot expect to be the bigger person. Cause he's just like, I'm going to get you for this shit. <laughs> he he's is gonna learn today. for sake. <laughs> I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that for him. He's a yes. Mom. He's the loving father of like 10, 10 kids right now. And it's like, and they all will beat this shit out of you. If you, if, if he gives them the, the say so. 
And with having 10 kids, I understand him being a little cross every once in a while. I got two and they annoy the hell out of me sometimes. So I, you know, I can only imagine what 10 would do. <laughs> He's stressed out 24-7. Hey, I'm going to have the fat one take care of the skinny one. And I'm going to go. <laughs> you can get along with a guy like that, huh? <laughs> Yeah, this episode was incredible. This season's been incredible overall, but man, this episode got me. I I, I would say between Shangri-La, uh, Frontier, and Shield Hero, and JJK after just seeing it today, as soon as the episode ended, I started swearing my ass off. I was pissed off. Like, why is the episode over? <laughs> it, it was <laughs> When they would play music, I'd be like, don't you fucking dare turn this episode off. No, you better not. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed every episode of these shows. It was so yeah, good. I bet. 24 minutes is not long enough these days. I want more. Give me oh, hours. Please. I, I, I would take it. I can't lie. I'll take it. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yeah, for this episode, I'd probably give it a... I'd give it an 8.5. I, I'd say about an 8. Uh... It, it, it wasn't the the best episode I've seen, but it was definitely great. It was a lot of fun to watch. And like you said, it was really good to see all to come through and tag that scale there in that fight, man. Wow. Straight up beast so, mode. For real, for real. Oh, uh, so then it's down to me. And uh, I got a whole bunch of picks. Uh uh, yeah. For this anime, we're, that was the Shield Hero that we were just talking about. Uh, I'm not sure who it was that was asking. Uh, that was Shield Hero, Rising of the Shield Hero, uh, episode nine. And yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. And then I'm getting ready to go into Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Uh, this is the continuing series of the Seven Deadly Sins, but don't hold that against it. Uh, it's really good. <laughs> Uh, they went back to the 2D hand-drawn animation. It's really nice. A lot of the fight scenes in it are amazing. I'm not going to say it's the best animation out there. It's really clean. It's really fluid. And it's pretty. Uh, like I said, Deontay's going to these pics will show you. Uh, yeah. my, the magic is really cool in it. And it doesn't really have a whole lot of explanation. Uh, the guy in the center there is Percival. And... Uh, He's the one with the big long cloak and he's the main character right now. The one directly above him in the white with the hat, that's Nacian's. Uh, the one, the guy on the right is Donnie with the red hair. And then yeah. the left, it's a girl and her name is Anvaglod, but they call her Anna. So we'll just go with Anna. Nice. Uh, so I those are the, the book. This I just is like no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Say, I was going to say, I'm guessing one. I haven't watched this, so I don't know much about it. One's going to be Bon and uh, what's his name? King's sister's child, I reckon. One's Meliosis and Elizabeth. Diane and King. I can't think who the fourth one would be a child of. Is any of that right? Because uh, you've got similar of these... similarities. 
I'm going to tell you, I thought that uh, I didn't know this until just today because I was doing a little bit of research to find out. Uh, in this picture right here, only Percival is actually one of the four knights of the apocalypse. The others are just uh, people that are going to be traveling with him along the way. Uh, now, I will tell you that since you asked, and I'm going to go into spoilers for the manga that I haven't even read you know, on in the anime, but uh, the there's a pink fox that is traveling with them, and his name is Sin. Sin that fox right there. That is the son of Bon of and Elaine. What? So fox in the greed. So, and yeah. he can change shape. So he changes shape into this fox and he's helping them out. Uh, they do not know that he can turn into a person at this point. All right. Mm. Uh, another thing that I found out, uh, Sin is another one of the four knights of the apocalypse. Okay. He is another one of the knights. Uh, Tristan is the son of Meliodas and Elizabeth. And he was the main character in the movies, The Grudge of Edinburgh. And uh, by the way, Sin is in that movie as well. I didn't know that until today. But uh, Tristan is also one of the four knights of the apocalypse. So he will be in the series later on. Uh, the other person that is one of the four knights is someone named Gawain. And we haven't met her yet. So, and I, she is a niece of King Arthur. So, Ooh, nice. uh, that's, that's a, a nice twist because isn't Arthur supposed to be the big bad? So, a family member is supposed to take him down. That's yes, nice yes, one of the story. It is, it is. And something else I thought was really cool about her when I was reading it is, uh, she, you know. People they possess their own kinds of magic as the four nights of the apocalypse. Uh, I know that Percival's magic, he's death, but uh, his magic is hope. And in the previous episode, he had actually died, like his eyes went blank and everything. And all of his friends hoped they were like, We really, really want you to come back. And he came back to life because of their hope for him to come back. Is what I believe it was. It never really says, but he does come back to life in the previous episode. And that's when his magic power goes, uh, yes. Well, actually, in that picture, there was only one. And when you see Percival with the fox, that's two of them. These that picture. Two. there's That's two of the knights there. Damn. Only one of them is transformed into a fox. Thank you, sir. Uh, I feel is the fox like a substitute at the moment for Hawks Chan? Kind of, yeah. And it, it it is it is very funny. Although I gotta tell you, like you can see, uh put up the picture with the big cloak for me, Deontay. Okay, see how Percival looks right there? That is how he normally looks. Okay. Now, his cloak is extremely long. It's not normally that long. That's part of the magic. And when he comes back to life, he envelops them. And they he is flying. He never has done this before. 
but he's flying all around and taking them with him and avoiding Ironside, who is shooting all these red crosses at him that keep exploding in the sky. Uh, when he's in this position right here, he swoops towards uh, Ironside and he cuts up to hit the... Their, uh, do you remember the um, Coffin of Eternal Darkness from the Seven Season Deadly one. Sins? Yeah, yeah, well, in Seven Deadly Sins, they had the that was where the demons were kept. Uh, the demon Ooh. that was the see what was the seal on demon kind? And remember, Meliodas's uh, remember he had that broken sword that had the dragon handle on it at first. Yeah, I do remember that. That, that dragon handle is part of the a uh, coffin of eternal darkness and they in in the show they had gotten that and used that to put the coffin together and that's how they unlocked the uh demon kind and it was not something they put a lot into in the seven deadly sins but it's a big deal here uh and we do see the handle again that meliotis used at the beginning of it that was like that twisty dragon handle thing okay uh, cool. Who are these it is it, uh i was going to tell you that in a little bit but i'll go ahead and tell you now that is the one on the right is after percival swings at the coffin of darkness he cuts ironside's helmet in half the one on the right is ironside ironside is percival's father oh. the one on the left is Vargi's. Varghese is Percival's grandfather, so he is Ironside's father. And he notices, he. this is a shot of Percival at the end of it, is thinking about how much Ironside looks like his grandpa. Uh, Ironside killed his grandpa in the first or second episode. Damn. And he was there for it, and it was bloody and vicious. Dude. Uh, yeah, and uh, so and he tried to kill Percival. Percival's yeah, got scars on him from where Ironside tried to kill him. So, God damn. Yeah, it, it's a touchy thing. So, uh, and he uses uh, Percival. You're gonna notice is kind of simple, uh, not really stupid by any means. But he's kind of simple in a lot of the things. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I watch all my anime on uh, gogoanime.com. Most of these you can find on Crunchyroll. Uh, is that where, do you see them there, Deontay? Yeah, I, I watch just about everything on Crunchyroll except for Undead Unlucked. Und Undead is strictly Hulu. So, uh, I'm, I'm a horrible pirate. I <laughs> love, <laughs> I, I, I stream from when the sites, whenever I ha have them and I have a bunch of them, but I like the way that, uh, go, go anime has it set up for me to keep my bookmarks and follow all of my anime and I can get it all in the same place at the same time. So. 
Yeah, Crunchyroll pretty much has the entire yep. catalog. Thanks, Emo. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Let's see if, if Will can make it in. Uh, yeah. I, I, I might have to check this this show out uh, since this is just a spinoff and the story is just starting from scratch. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, honestly, you know, if you know a little bit about Seven Deadly Sins, cool, but it's not going to be something that's like hugely important to the overall plot of the show. I think it's something that you can jump right into and start up and... Man, Percival is just the most adorable character. The things he does at the end of the, oh my gosh, at the end of the episode, he's like, gets that look that he's got like right there in my avatar. And he's like, he, 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 he. And they're like, what's wrong? And he's like, I need to lay a loaf. And they're like, well, then go do it. <laughs> I mean, Man. oh gosh. And I'm just like, really? Uh, so thanks again. So basically, he, he's got a very cute chibi mode whenever he's acting innocent, very, sure. very much so. And he just he bounces back and forth between it. And uh, you'll find, like I said, he's he's not stupid, he's simple. So, uh, he there's things that he you'll find that he doesn't understand. And especially if it's things that are like underhanded, like he doesn't understand somebody being mean to someone for no reason. He that doesn't make sense to him. He doesn't yeah. understand lying to somebody. That why would you lie to somebody? There's no reason to. So I guess maybe naive in a sense, but intelligent. Man. So naive and innocent. Very much so. Very, very much so. Childlike. I mean, like total opposite of Meliodas. As far as his role goes in the series. Yes. And and um, not that they're, I mean, they have their moments when there's, you know, fan service in it. But not from the very get-go do you have Meliodas lifting up Elizabeth's skirt. Like three times an episode, it is definitely not there. And copying so, bills, and it's just like, damn, man. Yeah, no, none of that. This is much more something that you wouldn't mind your kids watching. I mean, there's definitely, you know, like I said, when Homegirl goes down to her battle armor, we all know that battle armor for women involves like a brazier, some shorts, and like tall boots, right? Yeah. And there's not, there's no armor there. And there, there's nothing on your arms. You have to show as much skin as possible. That's the woman's armor, right? Yep. Pretty, so pretty. I'm, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't, I don't see that ever keeping anyone safe in a fight. I mean, you can say, well, you have freedom of movement. Yes, you do. It's almost as though you're wearing nothing. <laughs> Man. It's like all that exposed skin is just like you got a couple blind spots that I could just cut up and you'll just die instantly. But to me, I think it's because if you if your attacker is too distracted looking at the body, he's not going to actually hit you now, is he? Yeah, that's a fair point. Okay, saying. but in, in on the other side, when <laughs> I went to Wizard World Texas a few years back. Uh, there was a girl walking around 
the con, you know, everybody dresses up in cosplay, right? She was in chain mail, a bikini top and bottom, and nothing else. That Damn. was very distracting. I'm just going to tell you. I like, and I know she distracted me for like two hours that day. Mm. I, <laughs> mm, I'm a, I got a lot to pay attention to right now. <laughs> Heavy focus, concentration. I, I had a friend that was playing in a card tournament. And so I went with him down there and I mean, I was doing stuff. Uh, that was when I met Chris Sabat and got yeah. all the Vegeta autographs. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, met Meredith McCoy, the voice of Android 18. Um, I saw the room that uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Muse were in and the mile and a half long line of people that were waiting to get a ticket to wait to buy or to wait. They were waiting to get a ticket to wait in line to the show. You couldn't even get into the line for the show unless you waited in this line for a ticket. And the show wasn't for like four hours. And it was nuts, man. I was like, yeah, it's not worth all that to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, I it was pretty crazy. Two Comic Cons a year, I do. So I know about waiting. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the yeah. like to queue. Too bad. Do they have the wine ride too? Exactly. <laughs> we're pretty much at two conventions a year ourselves, but we're trying to expand and hit up more for, for sure to see who all offers something different. Oh god. It's it's a challenge, and especially if you uh you know have anything else going on in your life. Luckily, one kid's out of school and the other one is starting K twelve now this semester, so uh that that may free up a few things for us to be able to do. So, hopefully, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. For real. For real. So, uh, Deontay, uh, we're done with this. And what would nobody else has watched it? I would have given this episode. I'm gonna say a seven out of ten. It wasn't like the best episode or anything, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, it really showcased the difference in like for me this and the seven deadly sins where like i said you still have all the magic and the fun going on but you don't have the uh the fan service there's still comedy but it's a lot more uh it, it's a little more kid-friendly comedy so uh there is a little bit of blood but there's not a lot it's not like everybody's getting their heads cut off or anything like that but uh it's 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 a nice middle point for shows. The animation is really good. Uh, I, I, like I said, I think it's going to grow into be a lot. Uh, it's going to grow into be a lot better. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, who is that? That's, that's, Will. that's Will. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so with that, that's the end of, that's the end of the reviews. Uh, Deontay, sir, you have shout outs and things coming up from SNN, SNN. So why don't you hit us with that, man? Absolutely. So this weekend, which is basically starts tomorrow, but officially Saturday, 
uh, the ninth. Uh, we we're having the SNN Awards, the third annual SNN Awards. So you guys tune in at 6.30 p.m. Central. You'll be able to see like our, our entire Facebook group did nominations and voting uh, for the past couple of days. And you want to see what 612 people have thought about as far as nerd culture goes and for the year of 2023. Uh, you're more than welcome to tune in. Uh, a lot of our hosts are going to do like a round robin. Uh, we'll do announce like the nominees in the winter and then just peace out. And then like the main host, we'll just hang out for a little bit, share our thoughts on everything. And then should be a fairly short, shorter show this year than usual. Uh, we don't want to hold everybody up because December is that month for the family. So uh, it's definitely good conversation, a good time coming. Comically Inclined is going to be there. Um and we, we may have some guests or we may have some people in general from DFPN in the comments to hang out as well. So it's going to be a great episode. And uh, we'll, 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 if anything comes up or any details we need you guys to know, we'll keep you posted in the group. Awesome. Awesome. Mike, uh, do you have anybody you want to shout out to say hi to, uh, well, unfortunately, I'm the biggest anime nerd I know. Not many other people join in my nerdism here. But hopefully, I will be able to shout out some people next time I'm on. Give them more, get ourselves uh, some more views around as well. Yeah. But awesome, awesome. I don't know if anybody is out there li looking for me, but hi. Here I am. <laughs> Uh, hey, this weekend, uh, Jen and I will be at the, on Saturday, if it's still going on, we'll be in Chaffee at the Christmas market, uh, selling our wares. We're black cats, soaps and sundries, uh, we do handmade soaps, uh, body sprays, beard oils, uh, bath bombs, all kinds of stuff to keep you smelling good and making baths fun. Uh, we do treasure soaps like uh, dragon eggs with D&D &D dice inside of them. Uh, we got a giant 20-sided dice. It's got a whole set of D&D &D dice inside of it. So, you know, trying to keep things fun, something good for the holidays. There's some baskets on there. You get, a, you know, several different items for a good price. It's all packaged, ready to be wrapped and thrown under the tree. So, absolutely. Uh, hit our website up. It's blackcatapothecary.biz. Uh, yep, we got SNN late nights on Friday nights. Uh, Tomorrow night. I, I think it's going to be Saturday at ten thirty. Now, um, I have. I don't know if I made it. I have to make the event for it, but it's supposed to be like the after party for the SNN awards. So you'll see. Will, Jeremiah, and, and Grave uh, potentially uh, just talking about what they think about everything that came out in 2023. So that is where you go for the after party. He's looking for after party. Oh, whoops, there we go. Yep. All right. Well, then I guess that's it. And uh, then we're going to say goodbye to everyone. We did good. We only went 10 minutes over this week. So we're getting closer and closer to that time frame. Uh, I had fun. Did you guys have fun today? Absolutely. Yes, I had massive fun, and I really need to catch up on Rise of the Shield Hero to uh, see this dragon. 
which I'm excited to see. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> give me two, two weeks and I'll rate it on the next the next uh, webcast. I'll rate it for you. See if I think it's as good as you guys said there is. Yeah, see, now the go. team is going to be a very stacked roster now with this dragon. So, Chef's kids. Oh, yeah. And you'll be missing next week, right, Mike? You're going to be on uh, shift and you won't be able to make it, will you? Uh, I'll get back to you on that one. I think my shift may have changed. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I just, well, cool. Well, then we'll see you all next week. Have a good time and have a good night. All right. Thanks, Thanks for, for tuning in. <laughs>